I'm Fred McMurray, which means this must be... Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. today? I'm good, Kristen. How are you? Great, thank you. Good. Um, I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about your process of um, you already have one franchise starting up and going for your second, third, fourth. How did you go into that process? Well, part of the, the situation for us happened to be kind of twofold. One, after we opened our business, we literally got open and then the great recession hit. So we opened in 07, by 08, things were folding all around us. And I happened to have a neighbor who also had opened about six or eight months after me and the financials just were not working. Um, this is in one way, I think, where a 401k rollover for her did not work. Um, and some of the investments that were made were not necessary. Um, things could have certainly been done on a cheaper scale. And so when she came to me, um, she was pretty much out of money. So I acquired that business in 2008 or 2009. Um, the second, which brought me to three territories, um, was a few years later. Um, it was somebody that I had validated with and had suggested for that individual that he not move forward with the brand. Um, I didn't think that it was right for his experience, his background, even kind of his personality. It just didn't seem like there was a good fit there. Um, he went forward with it, but he remembered that I was the one person who suggested that he not do it. And um, again, Lucky for me, he was a neighbor on another side here in Chicago. Um, and he also came to me while he was open um, for a lot of mentoring and support. Um, the challenge for them was being able to execute on those items. And so again, when it was time to sell, he came to me and said, listen, I wanna give you the first opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, you were honest with me. You suggested that we not do it. We did it anyway. You've helped us along the way. Would you like to buy it? Um, the final one, my fourth now, um, was very much the same way. When that owner started struggling and even beforehand, um, I always try to be a really good neighbor and remember that while people go into business for themselves, they're not by themselves. That's so true. Um, in a franchise community, especially in a close knit um, group of people, and in Chicago, we have a co-op, so it keeps us all very tight, as you know. Um, I try to make sure if somebody reaches out or if they look like they're struggling, I reach out and just say, hey, if you need something, let me know. We can share ideas. And so uh, when he was ready, um, he also came to me and said, hey, I think I'm ready. Can we have lunch? And we sat down and we talked about it. Um, so over the last now 16 years, we've made three additional acquisitions. Um, I did buy a very small territory to complete kind of this logistical geographic area very early on as well. 
Um, and I will say the best thing about doing that with my neighbors and with people that you have a relationship with is that it allowed me in two situations to do owner financing. Um, and those are really great ways to buy a franchise or expand your business without having to go back to the bank. So I'm sure we can talk more about that at any given point in time. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of fun. I wasn't expecting that answer. Like, you, you know, I'm going to go help people out and be their friend and kind of mentor them. And, you know, a benefit of that is when they don't want to do it, I get their stuff. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the, and you know, the thing is, it's all about protecting your brand, right? We talk about that as one of our pillars. It's, um, you know, protecting the brand. And I think that, you know, one person being successful doesn't make a successful brand. And so if you have a yeah. community of, of the same brand, a, a community of owners, you know, the power of many is always more um, effective than the power of one. And so that's just who I am at the core. That's how right. I like to run my business. Um, and I think that, you know, in the end, it all works out, right? And so, you know, if you come in and you're not a good business owner, if you're not a good neighbor, um, when opportunities come up, they may not fall in your lap. So I love my neighbors today. I loved all the people that I helped exit their businesses. They're all really good people. It just wasn't a great match for them. And in some cases, it was just really bad timing. So, yeah, and that is definitely one thing I like about working where I'm working is that I know all the people, the owners around us and all their um, people who are at their desks in their offices. Right. Like right. Each other by first names. And it's not like, oh, you did this and that. We can talk to each other and we're kind of friendly. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Well, and the great thing about that is because you're part of a franchise system, right? You can talk about, oh, I, you know, this thing didn't work in the system, right? Or I couldn't figure out how to transfer this customer. And you've always got somebody to reach out to. So I really like that environment. I think that um, in the right franchise systems, it really does grow a franchise family. So I'm happy with the choice we made for sure. Right. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, franchise owners. How's your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, We'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a y.com. Welcome to another episode of Pillars of Franchising. I am Kristen Shalmetzi, and today with me, I have Chris Ramo of the Happy Cat Hotel and Spa. Yes, and spa. Chris, tell me about the Happy Cat Hotel and Spa. So the Happy Cat Hotel and Spa is a luxury boarding and grooming facility dedicated uh, exclusively to cats and their uh, cat enthusiast uh, uh, compatriots. And uh, it, uh, it it all came about 
on the heels of a, another pet-related business that we had uh, back in 07. We had been doing that for a bunch of years. It was a house call animal care service. Okay. And uh, it was in doing that that we that we got the feedback, uh, whether whether requested or otherwise, um, for a need for something for people's cats, uh, long term, short term, everything in between. Um, and you know, as I guess as as true entrepreneurs, that little sliver made its way into our into our our mind, and and uh, we couldn't get rid of it. And we developed the the concept for the happy cat that was. Launched in 2014, um, uh, expanded in 2017, did a second unit in 2019, and then started franchising in 2020. And that brings us to where we are now. So are you one of those crazy cat guys? Um, I'm, I, <laughs> I love cats. I love animals. I love, I'm actually allergic to cats, Kristen. So, <laughs> now uh, that's interesting. But I'm, but I'm not allergic to success. There you go. And you know, that is a great point for people who are thinking like, oh, I could totally do this, but I'm allergic, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I mean, we, we get into the science of it. It's probably uh, better suited for another uh, podcast, but the short, the short and quick is that, uh, you know, we're allergic to the saliva, not to the, to the, to the fur. And so that's why we have the spa. We're doing baths, blow dries, all that type of stuff. We're washing that, that uh, FELD1 protein off of the coats. Uh, and and it's getting rid of the the allergies. Now we don't do that for every cat that comes in. It's, sure. it's by appointment. It's for people who want to. But the the point is that the facilities are super clean. We're cleaning constantly, disinfecting constantly. Um, and and so I, as an allergic human, uh -huh. uh, you know, can can frequent our facilities and be in there working all day, and I'm and I'm not affected. Um, it, is that on kind of a recurring revenue model then that people would do that? Yeah, the the spa part is now it's not required, but but it is an option. Uh, and and so, you know, imagine somebody who comes in for the first time; they've never had their cat groomed, never even thought about having a cat groomed. That seems right. Crazy. They do it themselves. They do it themselves, and <laughs> and and all of that. And so, um, you know, they go through with that first experience, and and we have a consultation with them. We're talking them through the whole process, the approach, everything. Um, but uh, on the back end of it. They have a clean cat who comes out, is happy, is not stressed, so on and so forth. And they're like, wow, what a difference it's made in my house. No more hairballs, no more shedding, no more. She's not scratching the furniture. You clipped her nails. Thank you so much. And they want to come back. And so they can sign up for Spa Club. Uh, okay. And you know, the uh, uh, only rule about Spa Club is that we always talk about Spa Club. Very different from Fight Club. We don't talk about Fight Club. But um <laughs> Uh, it, that's the recurring revenue model for uh, for the spas. The hotel is more as needed. There's, there's okay. you know, not a whole lot there. We're working on some stuff. I will say that uh, to to bring in all of the different elements, online, retail, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, under one roof. But we'll you know we'll get there probably by the end of the year with a program for that. Well, so when we started talking about this, I'm like, I really need to look at the website and see what these posh hotel rooms are because it's kind of bougie right I mean it's kind of one of those things where you go wow and it's amazing like you have some rooms that look like the cats in the mountains and one that's like at the beach and one's at, in Paris <laughs> yeah it, so 
we we came up with these themes. We did individual themed rooms. Every room is colored different, decorated different, furnished differently, uh, and they're all destination locations because the the original concept was you know your cat can be on vacation while you're on vacation, and uh, every room is a destination is is actually what we what we made the slogan. And so, yeah, we, we went through, I mean, we scoured the internet looking for, you know, thematic elements that we could put into the rooms and how can we design these, not just for look, but for functionality, you know, you'll uh-huh. notice the, the, the platforms that are in there, yeah. the walks, all the different climbing apparatus, the toys, water fountains, I mean, really over the, over the top, if you're going to do yeah. something, do it, do it right. Um, and, and yeah, so a lot of bottles of wine. Uh, before <laughs> naming those rooms, Catlantis, uh, Purris, uh, the Kitty Cabana. Yeah, we had some fun with it. Awesome. That sounds like a ton of fun. So I always know I used to have a cat and she was a long hair. And but I always thought the beauty of having a cat is I didn't have to board her. Mm-hmm. But at what point? I mean, I, I guess for like a long weekend, not necessarily such a big idea, such a big problem. Right. But at what point do people not, I mean, and this was 20 years ago. So at what point now that pets have become like really, truly a part of our family, what, at what point, what's the length of time people look to book a hotel? That's a great question. We see everything from a single night all the way to, we have, we have cats right now in one of our uh, corporate facilities that have been there for two years. And Two years? Yeah. Yep. And everything in between. And there, and, and that sounds horrible. It's, it's an unbelievably heartwarming story that, that it's, it's, it's unbelievable, but, um, and everything in between. So we have people who, who have to, uh, uh, you know, find a place for their cats for six months while they're remodeling the house. We have people who need to find a place for their cats for for three or four weeks because they sold their house, but they can't close on the new house and they're living in a hotel until all of that happens and they can't bring yeah. vacations, military uh, um, uh, deployments. Yeah. yeah, deployments. Thank you. Reasons that you would extermination. Hey, we, you know, we're having the landlords having somebody come in to spray the house. We got to get the yeah. cat out of the house for a day. Every oh. kind of reason. Yeah. That's actually, those ideas are great. I mean, I wouldn't have even thought about it, but I'm the one who gets ready to leave for a week on vacation and the night before goes, oh my God, what am I going to do with my three dogs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you too, a big part of it is like you mentioned, the weekenders and things like that. But as, as much as your cat would be self-sufficient, you know, staying at home alone, what if they're dependent on medication of some sort? I mean, yeah. we have 13... Well, thirteen percent of our business alone is diabetic cats, uh, and then there's and then there's even more for other types of of conditions and medications. So, I mean, if you're heading out of town, do you want your neighbor, or do you feel comfortable yeah. with your neighbor coming in to do an insulin injection, that type of thing? So, even even a two three day stay will get cats just because we can administer the meds that a lot of people are not able to. Yeah. Wow. That is really cool. And so let's talk a little bit about the model and and just for everyone's perspective. Like when I look at this, rooms are like $75 a night, $90 a night. I mean, this is a hotel. It it is a hotel. We we do not use the word boarding. uh, Right. Or kennel. It is a a boutique, unique boutique uh, concept. 
And we run it like a hotel. We have housekeeping service. It's their responsibility to come through and, and check on all of the rooms. They do the litter box cleanings. They do, you know, the, the, the tidying up. They feed the cats in the morning. They take care of it in the evening, uh, all that kind of thing. Then they have, we have our kitty concierge. They're the front desk. It's their responsibility to make sure that the guests and the guest owners, essentially, uh, uh -huh. enthusiasts, parents are, are happy in their uh, in their environment, uh, where all the notes taken about the cat and the cat's care program, and you know, does, uh, do, do they have the webcam connectivity? Like everything, uh -huh. top to bottom, is is the cat comfortable? Are the parents comfortable? And then we have our enrichment team, and it's their responsibility to go through and, and engage with the cats, uh, whether it's it's playtime. I mean, they can't come out of the rooms. We do it one room at a time. Uh -huh. uh, and so everybody else has to wait their turn. We bring one cat out. We might throw ping pong balls down the hallway, or, you know, uh -huh. all that good stuff. And some cats might be older, might be unwell. And so it's just a matter of sitting with them and, and giving them time, petting them, playing, you know, just holding them, just, just being exactly. present in the room can make a big difference. And so we have a, a super high acclimation rate to the new environment and, and it really drives the success for the, for the entire business. Wow, this is amazing. This is so cool. And I guess, I mean, now as you get into more and more designer animals and mine at the time was a rag doll because of my allergies. When you invest a lot of money in a pet, you want to find a good place for them to stay. So let's talk about what the benefit is for somebody to buy into the Happy Pet Hotel and Spa. Sure. Um, number one point above all, happiness. And, and that sounds corny and 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 maybe cliche uh but the model is is it's very simple uh it is profitable it it uh can can give you the time that you want back in your life that's another reason that we started it my wife and i were uh let's see we were 33 at the time that we began this happy cat endeavor and we were looking to get out of the the rat race that was our other business which was constantly on on the run on the go we wanted to start a family. And yeah. so we, we, you know, built this thing that would allow us to, uh, you know, to, to do that. And, and now uh, we have two beautiful children and it's, it's really given us everything that we've ever wanted. We can, you know, close the doors and, and head down the street to the baseball game and do the things that yeah. we want to do. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's really changed our, our lives. And so a lot of our franchisees and our candidates who, who come into the mix are looking for that exact thing and it's it's you know tranquility it's, right. it's all of all of that wrapped up into a 2,000 or 3,000 square foot uh footprint yep. with you know uh, five or six part-time people on 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 your team to run that thing 365 days like it is an extremely simple model that can churn out you know some 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 dollars too so would you say this is, I mean, it could, it sounds like it could be used as a semi-absentee ownership. Is that right? It, it can, it can get there. Uh, we do, we do have a requirement in our FDD that the first year is owner operated at the very yeah. least. Um, and, and that makes sense for a lot of reasons uh, to people, but I, I got to tell you when they, when they get into it, when they come for discovery day, when they start you know, building out, when they go to the other locations to see what they're doing, nobody really wants to leave anyways. A few people have come in with aspirations of being semi, you know, absentee. And then they realize like, oh my gosh, I, I want to spend every day here. 
That's um, awesome. Yeah. And wow. it, it's, uh, it, it just, again, it's happiness all, all around. So let's talk about somebody investing in this brand. What are the three things that you think are most important for them to look at when they're reviewing your FDD? Um, well, so we, we, we typically start off with the item seven. Uh, so that, that initial investment, I mean, they can see all in right on that uh, front cover yeah. page. All in is, is for us at this point, 2023, it's 398 to 878. Um, that is a pretty wide range, but that's based on a lot of variables. Is it a 2000 square foot unit? Is it a 4,000 square foot unit? How much construction is required? So all of that. Right. Um, of that number to the construction range, the construction range is 225 to 625. So ah, okay. That's the bulk of it. That's the bulk of it. Absolutely. Our franchise fee is 50, you know, and everything else kind of falls into place. Um, and so we go straight to item seven because we want them to see how it's all broken out, how you get to that 398 on the low end, how you get to that 878 on the high end. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's something that we really spend a little bit of time with them and, and walk through so that they can see how it all comes together. Awesome. Uh, uh, then we go, you know, we, we, I mean, we want them to read the whole thing. Of course, they, they need to go through that. <laughs> they have their, their, uh, uh, you know, their cooling off period, so on and so forth. Um, but if we want to walk them through any part, I, I'd say the next section is going to be our item 11 on training. Yes. Um, tell us about that. Yeah. Support is, is huge for us. Uh, we are still small business owners, um, you know, I can walk across the, the parking lot from our corporate office and be in our hotel in, in 30 seconds. And uh, we live it, we breathe it, and we know how hard, how damn hard it is to, to be a small business owner. And, and yeah. that's something I'm extremely sensitive to. Uh, it's super important to me. We want to hold their hand through the entire process, the site selection, the lending, the, 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 the architecture, the project management, everything right through the marketing to grand open and then the 10 years beyond. And so we, we bring that all back. A big chunk of that is the training. Uh, we want yeah. them to, to really, you know, have no reservations when it's time for them to open their, their uh, hotels. I think that's awesome. Let's kind of talk about just briefly within the item seven, do you have, um, a CRM or something that you help the franchisee manage the, the room yep. occupancy and all that good stuff. Yep. It's all in the, um, it's all, you know, covered under the tech fee, of course. Uh, yep. it, it is a, it is a essentially a hotel booking software. It, okay. it is the brain center for everything that they're doing. They can take their grooming appointments, their hotel appointments. Uh, they can create their wait list. They're going to have a wait list. Um, okay. our, goal is, our goal is for them to have a wait list before they even open the door. Nice. How do you do that? Yeah. So as soon as we as soon as we identify uh, the construction timeline, uh, we we hold those contractors to that timeline. We build out seven days for for prep, post construction prep, where we're getting the rooms ready, and and so that tells us like ten weeks, eleven weeks in advance. We know what our grand open date is going to be, and so we start marketing ten weeks in uh, in advance. For awesome. hey, June twelfth, we're gonna have available rooms. Book now, book now, book now for June twelfth. And by the time we get there, the goal is a full hotel. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about that's item eleven, and that sounds really, it really does sound great. And especially, 
I mean, I would assume you've got plans as you continue to grow to grow your support teams as well, right? You've got to be able to scale as a franchisor. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, currently between, so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty even mix right now between our internal and our external team, our internal team here. I mean, we have a, we have a saying, it's, it's, it, we call it no swazo. Uh, and it basically means no sleep until a Z opens. Uh, when, ah. when we, it's tireless work every day, seven days, whatever we need to do. Yeah. Uh, and everybody enjoys it. We're all on the same team. Like we are, we are striving to deadlines to, to help these people, uh, you know, get their, uh, get their units open. And it's for them. Like they're just sure. so excited to, you know, be on the precipice of like, this has been a year of, of development and here we are. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's one part then it's one part external, our real estate brokers, our architects, our project managers, all of that stuff is, you know, external teams, but they're devoted to, uh, to the happy cat, you know, projects and the happy cat way. And we put them together and, and yeah, we'll just keep doing that over and over again and growing with the, with the brand. And what's your third item? The big one, the, the, the one big one. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the uh, the item nineteen. Okay. Um, we we well item eighteen. We're item eighteen is going to be one sooner than later. We're working on our our uh, uh, sp our spokesperson, our our celebrity. Um, awesome. You know, uh, entity. If if that's Taylor Swift or maybe Bobby Flay, those are some. Uh, uh, those are some are they cat people? people? Oh, big cat people, huge cat people. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, but until we get there, we got to, you know, public figures, we got to send them to uh, to the item 19. So the item 19, um, you know, very straightforward. It, it has our uh, our corporate, our franchise numbers uh, from, from 2022. Um, very strong numbers. We're extremely pleased. Our, our, uh, our franchisees uh, couldn't, couldn't be happier. They're expanding right now. Um, nice. and we want to make sure that they understand that that's a big part of the equation. It's happiness, Good. but profitability too. And they can, yeah. Well, so when you're looking, you guys offer so much in that initial package under, um, item 11 mm -hmm. and with seven too, it kind of spells it all out, but 11, it sounds like you've got pretty much everything handled for the franchisee when they go in to buy, are they buying a territory? They are buying a territory, so we have a third-party uh, uh, development service that that you know carves out the territories. Yep. They use our psychographics and our demographics from our existing units. They say this is this is the the typical Happy Cat profile. Yep. How many of them are in this area surrounding Atlanta or Dallas or Fort Worth or wherever we end up going? Uh, and so they yeah they carve out the territories and and. Um, We've got, we have a few people who've done multi-units uh, based on that territory yeah. uh, uh, carve-out, yeah. Well, the nice thing to me is that I don't have to be my own general contractor. It sounds like you guys kind of help that whole process. I don't have to be my own realtor. No, not at all. And 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 we don't want that. That's the last thing that, that I, I think any franchisor wants their franchisees to have to worry about. Like, those are specialties. People do that yeah. every day of their life for a reason. Let's let them do that. Let's train you how to not just operate a happy cat, but how to live in a happy cat ter in terms of, of like the culture and, and what it is that we believe and are trying to yeah. deliver to our customers every day and let those people do what they do what they do. And when it comes to construction, I will say like, that's, 
that's kind of a, a, a personal piece to me. Like that's my background. I came from construction, construction management. And so that, that's my favorite. I know I'm not out there project managing on the, on the daily, but that's where I really enjoy getting into the, to the nitty gritty and solving construction problems and, and developing things to make these uh, as successful as we possibly can. So, so what do you, what do you say is the average unit volume for these cat hotels? What do you so, see? Yeah. So, uh, Again, so much of it is based on the size of the of the of the True. the footprint, right? So a uh-huh. two thousand square foot unit will will get you about twenty rooms. And historically, our twenty room facilities average unit volume between uh, like up until this point four fifty to five hundred thousand. Okay, average unit for a twenty room. Um, a, a lot of our our uh, franchises that are in development or under construction right now they've seen the 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 net the noi on those 20 rooms yeah uh, which is 30 percent plus and they're saying to themselves you know if 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 they're netting anywhere between you know 165 265 like if i go 25 rooms 30 rooms 32 yeah. rooms, you know just they're doing the math for themselves obviously we can't do that for sure them. um and and so we're seeing a lot of the the newer ones that are coming along in that twenty five to like thirty room range, and so wow. you know we're going to expect that that that's going to yield seven fifty. You know, some of them will yeah. probably get you know upwards of a million um, with the more rooms. Well, you don't really have much competition, right? I mean, there I, I don't know that I've seen many. You won't. No, there's and that is that's what makes this golden right now. Uh, I'm I'm sure the copycats are are coming. They're on their way. No uh, pun intended, right? No pun intended. We always in pun t- uh, intend puns at, at the happy cat. It, it is it is in our DNA. Uh, if you can't pun, you can't you can't be here. But <laughs> uh, but but it's a it's a wide open market. It's a wide open niche of the pet industry. Uh, we're here. We're here first. I think even when those competitors do come along, I mean, we're not going to rest on our laurels. It's about, it's yeah. about developing and, and, and evolving and, and always being the best that we possibly can. Um, but of all the brands, so I'll give you a quick example, the franchise connect magazine, they do a, a, a pet a industry uh, issue uh-huh. every March, I believe. And they do the top 100 pet brands. Well, for 2022, there was a hundred pet brands in franchising. Uh, and I counted three cat concepts wow everything else was dogs or like a you know a pet store concept which was a mix there were only three cat concepts we were the only cat hotel uh i think the others were maybe a a, a spa or like a grooming concept uh-huh. and a pet sitting concept if i if i recall so yeah wow. we're it's wide open there are over 90 million cats in the u.s owned by by you know humans uh-huh. the demographics are just as powerful as the dog owning segment of of the market and and like we're the only ones doing this so it's just wide open for us so tell me who the ideal candidate is that's probably listening today going wow kind of first to market kind of get it's under a million a million uh, under a million anyway to get all in right yeah yep definitely under yep and uh i mean really we're looking for for three main things like the first one is somebody, and I go back to the happiness, somebody who is, is looking for that in their life. That, that has yeah. to be the first criteria. Are you ready to change your life? Um, two, somebody who is willing to learn. 
mm -hmm. right? This is this this is a uh, a new concept, but we've been doing this a while. And 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 while we don't know everything, we don't you know suggest that we know everything. There's a whole lot that that we can offer, not just in the operation, but in business building, in in culture, in leadership, and and all of that. Uh, and so we just want people who are here and who are hungry to learn and to be better and to strive and to, and to grow. Um, yeah. And then obviously, you know, team players, uh, we, we, we just want people who see this for what it is. It's about the greater system. It's yeah. about all of my co-franchisees. Um, uh, we actually have a grand opening coming up in, in uh, two weeks and the existing franchisees and some of the candidates are making plans to come to that franchisee opening uh, in New York uh, in support of, of the, of the, uh, the franchisee. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It's, I hope you'll share some video of that. That would be great. Yeah. yeah the, cam the cameras will be rolling on that one for sure. That's very cool. Well, I think this is really a great model. I'm super excited to share it with people that um, want to look for something new and interesting. And I love that you first to market with this stuff. Um, how would somebody get in touch with you or your team should they want to reach out after the show? Yeah, uh, it, the best way is through the website. We have our contact form on there. You can just fill that out quickly. Um, we're extremely responsive. I, I mean, I, I respond to, to more than half of the inquiries that come in. I respond to them myself. It's one of my favorite parts of, of doing this is just meeting new people. Uh, and so if you go to the franchise website, it's happycatfranchising.com. Okay. And you know, you can read our background and get familiar with the with the brand and the concept via the website and then fill out a contact form on there and, and we get back to you the same day. Wow, that's awesome. And I love that you have um, a way to kind of grow your employees. So there's a, a career path, if you will. So mm -hmm. that's a big concern for people today is how do you find people? Absolutely. And I have to I have to be completely honest, like we do not have those problems. Uh, the people who come oh, here. Wow. They come here, then talking employees, they come here because it's different. It's special that they, they they're here for a week. And it's just like the, the, the culture just just permeates uh, around them and through them. And and we have people I mean, they've been here as long as I have. Um, yeah. and, they, and I have no intentions of going and they started off as a housekeeper and now they're a general manager or they're on our franchise team. Uh, it's it's awesome. And we can't you know, jokes like we can't get rid of them if we wanted to. Uh, and, and everybody's a little quirky and everyone's a little kooky and you know, it's, it's a different kind of thing. But these, you know, these are folks who don't belong in a cubicle. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they find a, a happy home here at the, at the happy, we call it the Island of Misfit Toys. That's <laughs> Well, okay. So us dog people would, would refer to you as the crazy cat people, as right? The crazy so. cat people. Yeah. We hear it all the time, but it doesn't, it doesn't offend us. Hey, if it makes money, that's all there you're you worried about, right? And then, like you said, it's a much happier lifestyle at Happy Cat Franchising. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. I cannot wait to have you on again in several months to talk about the growth that you are going to see. And uh, Patrick McGee from M um, MPK, if you're out there listening, he is a huge uh, cat fan and he's one of our friends in private equity. So hopefully he gets a hold of this as well because I know he's got some very special kitties that would probably enjoy some of these super swanky suites at yeah. the Happy Cat Hotel. Absolutely. They, uh, they can come by anytime for a tour.
Awesome. Thank you so much. We look forward to catching up with you again soon. And all of Chris's information will also be located on the Pillars of Franchising website, should you need to go back and take a look. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Fifty graduates resulting in seven new franchisees owning eight franchise brands, more than a dozen skilled graduates who are employees of franchise companies, all of them having earned a concentration in franchising exclusively granted by the Titus Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University, plus more than 80 franchise professionals on our advisory board. The Titus Center for Franchising is on fire in West Palm Beach, Florida. What do you need to join us? My students want to hear from you. They may even want to buy your franchise or work for your company. TitusCenter.com Thank you for joining us on Pillars of Franchising today. I'd like to give a special shout out to Jerry Akers, Karen Kimsey-Sword, Ray Piller, Laura Liss, our franchise lawyer, Andrea Mundy, and a special thank you to Fred McMurray, our producer. This has been another episode of Pillars of Franchising. And remember, we are your resource for franchising success. Join us again next week at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, wherever you get your podcast. Have a great week.